All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing's nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth-building market insights. It's Bull Bear Radio, episode number 93, red, white, and blue. We're cutting an episode today. It's Monday, November 2nd. It's just before the election here. And by the way, we're going to talk plenty about the election. But first, Don Schreiber, let's talk about fundamentals, man. A lot of companies reported last week. Stocks got crushed down 6% last week. Mostly tech. Tech sold off hard, was down huge on Friday. Value making a comeback. Today, markets, sun's up, markets up. We got a little rally going on, which is a nice thing. But like, look, man, you know, I think we got a rotation from growth to value at the moment. That's happening. We got fundamentals happening. And that's what's on everybody's mind is this economic recovery happening. Right. So uh, we got 331 companies reporting and uh, of the 500 or so, we got sales down about 3%. Right. And we got uh Earnings down about 8% with companies reporting so far. So I kind of think that's not too bad. What well, do you let's think? Let's break that down, man. I'll tell you what. Um, I just looked at, at FactSet. Um, gives out a earnings insight report every single week. Uh, they indicated through September 30th, about a month ago, they were expecting a 21% decline in earnings for S&P 500 companies in the uh, third quarter. And we're only down 10 Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's good performance. That's way better than expected. And, you know, the economy has been reported to be slowing. It's not doing so bad. It's not doing and so bad. And revenue only being down 3% is a good number. So check this out. I thought it was a good number, too. So, you know, obviously energy is getting smoked, um, you know, so far in the quarter. Obviously, oil's been pounded. Uh, there's been less consumption of oil. Revenue's down 34%. Materials not doing so bad. Down about seven on 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 sales and earnings down five. Industrials down 16 on sales and 56% on earnings. So like these three sectors are really really uh, bringing the whole like spirit of earnings season down. That's one reason why. You know, economic growth is still down, but consumer discretionary revenues up 6%, staples up 4%, healthcare up 13% on sales growth, flat for financials, information technology up 2 communication services up 3 utilities flat, and real estate up 2%. Most of those uh, sectors also showing single-digit earnings growth year on year. So, I mean, this is not too shabby, right? It's really the industrial complex that's having a tough time here. Do you think that starts to take a uh, uh, little shape in terms of recovery as we get a vaccine into next year? Is that when uh, kind of the, the rest of corporate America heals itself? Well, you have, uh, if we do get a value rotation, a small and mid cap uh, uh, stock size rotation, instead of the large cap tech play, 
it's going to be because we have a strong economic recovery in the offing, right? Right. We don't have to have strong recovery. We just have to have the expectation for strong recovery. And do we, do I think the numbers that we were just talking about for earnings and revenue give me the expectation that, you know, the recovery is a little bit further along than what I would have thought at this point in time. Me too. And people are thinking that the fourth quarter is going to be a bloodbath in terms of economic growth and earnings are going to go back in the toilet. And the reason why that's going to happen is because, you know, the, the increase in um, COVID, cases. COVID cases, you know, not only in Europe, but in the United States are going to have us have a shutdown again. I don't think we're going to go into a full on shutdown. I do think people are going to be careful. We could see that way on performance and the economy and companies a little bit. But right now, I don't know. This is yeah. it's looking better than it did. Well, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, a month ago. So cases are up because we are testing a lot more people, like a lot, a lot more people. That's one. Two um, hospitalizations are up, which isn't good, right? However, I heard today that the metrics in terms of severe cases, right, deaths aren't up a whole bunch. Uh, and that's because um, it would seem that the um, treatments have gotten quite a bit better. And so people aren't dying as um, frequently. In, as frequently in high numbers, right? So hopefully that trend can continue for sure. Um, and especially uh, as the therapeutics have gotten a little bit better and a vaccine might be uh, around the corner, which would be good. But I think that's going to be the next leg of this uh, global health crisis is vaccination policies and stuff like that. Right. Are people going to take the vaccine or not take the vaccine? So um, that that's going to be a question mark for later this winter. Obviously, we got a flu season coming up, so it could be a little bit gnarly, but hopefully, um, you know, people can distance and take care of themselves. And anyway, uh, you know, I don't know that the, the fourth quarter is going to crater uh, like a lot of the experts think, as Don was saying. So let, let's I think get we're to, in a little bit better shape than we were trending better. So let me ask you, you know, this I question. We got some unemployment issues. People are starting to lay off uh, workers. Yep. We do have we have run out of the early support that the Fed uh, and the government provided through PPP and you know, consumer uh, spending Absolutely. programs. Yep, yep, yep. You know, and we did not get a follow-on. We did not get a stimulus pack, right? Which we we were thinking that for several weeks there, we had some episodes on this that we thought for sure we'd get one, and then obviously the political um, you know season we got deep too close to the election, didn't get a stimulus bill. So, do you think we get a stimulus bill after the election? Now, I'm going to ask you a question, right? So red, white, and blue. A little play here on words, right? Red, obviously, Trump wins. Blue wave, Biden wins. White, we got something in the middle, which ain't so good. Someone's going to have to surrender. It's going to be contested, whatever, right? We may not know on election night. So on a red wave or a blue wave, or it, it does it really matter, do you think we get stimulus after the election, Red wave, blue wave, Biden or Trump clear victory. Do you think we actually get the stimulus after the election like Pelosi and Mnuchin have been po promising folks? Yeah, I, I think that you have to look hard uh, at getting a clear, clean election. I think the election, my, my, I think the percentage probability is that we have a contested election for a while. We won't know what the answer is, and that will put off the much-needed stimulus. Oof. And it increases risk. It that increases, increases the economic the risk. risk. 
and market and risk, people, and I don't like that. And, and I don't like it either. Don't, and I don't think don't people get. are talking about not, that, right? They're not talking about so, that. So they're more worried about who the president's going to be, and because they're worried who, who the president's going to be, and the politicians are going to be worried about who the president is, if this is a white, somewhere in the middle, right, contested election. I'm using red, white, and blue because it's the color of the flags, guys, right? So red, white, and blue, white being in the middle, someone's going to have to concede. No stimulus, probably, both, if we have something contested is what you think. say they're not going to concede. They're going to you know, hunker right. down and they're not going to throw in the, uh, which means the, the, the towel, or, which means or we don't get stimulus, flag, which so. raises risk. Uh, you know, um, PE multiples are at record highs virtually. Right. Uh, even though earnings are coming back, there are companies laying off workers and such. We're running out of stimulus. We could have another round of, uh, stimulus, which would be hugely helpful. Now, let's get to the election here in terms of red wave versus blue wave and, and a couple of the combinations here. Now, you know, real politics. Re- hold on a second. I want to get this right because, you know, there's so many of these dang polls out there. And I want to make sure I okay. Well, before so we get to the polls, real, I real think, clear I think one politics. of the things that could Say help that us five times fast. One of the things that could help us is we get vaccines by beginning of December, we get something out there that is in, you know, emergency authorization usage that starts to help. As soon as we get some clear indication, any indication that we have vaccines out in the healthcare system that are working, we're going to have a really good opportunity for economic growth. We can see that the numbers are firmer than they were. So even without stimulus, if we do get early vaccine uh, usage and it's positive, we could definitely have a better Q4 or end of Q4 and a Q1 that isn't a disaster because we didn't get stimulus and we don't get vaccines. If you get two negatives there, it won't matter who's president. Okay. Won't matter. All right. So. Uh, real, real clear politics, man. Say that five times real fast. Okay. I said that before Pennsylvania, 4% lead for Biden, Wisconsin, 6%, Michigan, 5%, Florida, 1%, uh, North Carolina, almost dead heat, Arizona, 1%, Georgia going to Biden at the moment, Ohio to Trump, Minnesota is a 4% lead for Biden, Texas, a 1% lead for Trump, Nevada, almost a 4% lead and uh, for Biden and Iowa, uh, going to Trump at a, almost a 1% lead. I mean, you know, so right there, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Florida, North Carolina, Arizona, which hasn't been blue in a long time. Same with Georgia, right? These states carry some heavy electoral college votes, right? Michigan, 16, Pennsylvania, 20, Florida, 29, Georgia, 16, right? You have to have 270 uh, you know, uh, electoral college votes to win. So these states are critically important to, to getting to be president of the United States. Now, one thing I've heard nobody talk about, a lot of people moving because of COVID, right? I don't live in New York City anymore. I moved to Montana, for God's sakes, or a more popular move, California to Arizona. So how's that New change? York to New Jersey. Right. How's that change? Connecticut. How's that change the complexion 
of the underlying voting population potentially and which way the uh, state might swing from an electoral college perspective too, right? That can be huge if, you know, certain states had an influx of people that would vote one way or the other, right? Causing the state to go from red to blue or from blue to red, right? So I, I don't know, you know, I, I've heard a lot about this recently. And, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, Democrats have been spending a lot of money in Texas, for example, because they want to see if they can't, you know, flip that state and it's 38 electoral college votes like they have California typically at 55. Nobody Republican hasn't won California since Reagan. Right. We know the pollsters are frustrated because there's a lot of what they call shy voters out there. Yeah. These are people that don't want to say which uh, party or president that they're voting for. They just want to keep it close to the vest and they want to cast their vote. They don't want to get into a fist fight or a brawl or create a riot or something else. You know, today it's so uh, inflammatory to be able, you know, to, to uh, have an opinion that is opposite whoever you're talking with, that it's, you know, a little crazy. So I think that the uh, uh, whole polling uh, situation in terms of giving it a lot of veracity, is overstated. Um, and I think that you, you're going to have to wait and see what happens. I think it's going to be a little time before we know. This is going to go down in history as the uh, most unique election ever. Mm -hmm. We've got 95 million people already voted, which is 70% almost of what voted in the last election, which also was a record turnout. And so we don't know what's going to happen. We have no idea which way this thing is going to drop. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I think that it's going to be a while before people actually can uh, count all these votes that are coming in by mail. I mean, um, uh, the uh, appellate court or Supreme Court in, Phil in uh, Pennsylvania, you know, uh, just ruled that uh, the earliest uh, votes could be counted in uh, Philadelphia for the state would be on Tuesday morning starting at 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. And they've got, you know, warehouses full of votes to count. I don't know how they're going to get that done. They say definitely not. It, it isn't going to be on Tuesday. It's not going to be on Wednesday. They figure it might take five or six days to count that many votes. Yeah, well, I'm playing with uh, 270win.com here, right? A really cool interactive map, um, you know, and, and kind of like it's really cool. You can press all the all the different states and you can kind of add them up and all the different combinations. Really sweet. Go check it out. Uh, by the way, I don't know if, you know, 270.com to 270 to win dot com. Right win now, um, it, it's neat. So we're going to try and get this out today. Maybe you'll be playing with it tomorrow, but uh, really neat. Um, if uh, Florida goes to Trump, right. Uh, that's one of the biggest determining factors. If Ohio goes to Trump, um, you know, uh, just Ohio and, and Florida alone, uh, Nebraska, a few few of the places where he spent some time. Um, if they go to him, he's got 235. Biden's got 272. If, um, you know, uh, for example, Georgia goes, it's getting a lot closer. If North Carolina goes to Trump, getting a lot closer. It's 272 to 266. And, and Trump didn't win Iowa, Minnesota, uh, Wisconsin, or Michigan in this in this case. If he wins Pennsylvania, it's 266. 
So then it comes down to like a small state, like uh, it could come down to, uh, you know, Nevada uh, puts it back in Trump's column or, you know, Arizona. So like it, it really it's pretty critical. You know, if Biden made the mistake with the fracking comment, Pennsylvania goes to uh, goes to Trump. Trump can carry Florida. That's what's really probably going to make this thing really close on election night. You bet. I eat mean, your eat your heart out, Chuck Todd. I got I got your number over here on two seventy to win dot com, man. This is too easy now. Now I could be a political pundit for God's sakes. Oh but boy, that's what we. Oh, need. that's just what we need. So check it out. It's really neat how you can actually play with these states. If if one of those midwestern states uh, goes, it gets a lot closer too. Um, however, if you know a Texas goes to Biden, forget about it. It's game over, right? So he's going to shut down the oil industry. That means he's going to kill Texas. Uh, you would think economy. so. You would and imagine you, that would be a tough sell. And you would think with the comment about fracking, Pennsylvania's toast at the moment. Same thing with Ohio. Um, you know, and obviously, um, you know, Wisconsin or Michigan are so close, and they carry a lot of electoral college votes. So we'll have to see what happens there. But uh, so, Don, I, I went through the whole map. Does your opinion change here? It seemed like you were leaning contested big time. Uh, you weren't thinking red wave, white wave or blue wave. You were thinking right there in the middle because it's going to come down to close votes, I would assume, in some of these states, like t really tight voting and they're going to have to recount. Is that what you're thinking? I don't know. I because it'll be critically it, important it, if Florida is a one percent lead for either guy, they're going to be like recount it, right? Absolutely. I think that you're going to see the same thing happen that happened last time. Trump's going to win states at the in the electoral college vote that um, aren't anticipated. Um, he could have an electoral uh, college win once again. He could lose the popular vote. I think there is going to be a tremendous hue and cry. Once again, if uh, he wins the Electoral College and loses a popular vote, especially if it's by any significant margin, and you're going to have pandemonium mm. uh, under those circumstances. You know, so uh, this is a no. very polarized uh, elect uh, electorate, meaning that you know, folks really uh, have a stake in this game. That's why so many people have voted already. And so I think that this is so going to you, be uh, what do you think kind of crazy. So what do you think happens to the market if crazy happens? Markets don't like uncertainty. And as long as we have uncertainty, if the uncertainty leads, leads to, you know, uh, unrest in your town or in the streets, that's going to play really bad for so, uh, the market. So do you think it's going to hurt the economy? Let me ask too. you this then. Do you think the uncertainty card, right, could get Congress to pass stimulus to calm people and the markets and focus on people instead of the president. Not until we get unlikely, a, not until we get a clear choice. No. Hmm. Okay. So you're, you're thinking come Wednesday morning, we got a little bit of crazy going on. We won't know who the president is. Markets may not like the fallout of the election. So we could have a, a continued sell off. We had a sell off last week. I think the week before was also in negative territory. So we've been sliding for a couple of weeks as this election's drawn closer and uh, tighter. And so you're thinking it's going to be tight, too close to call, and it's going to drag on here. Well, I think you have a good indication that many, many uh, uh, cities, you know, have uh, 
uh, windows that are boarded up because they're afraid of the fallout from this contested election. I mean, right. people so are afraid. People are going expecting into it. corporate America is expecting, right? So. I think so. That, do you, you think know, this is baked into the market at all at the moment I, with I how, how we've sold I, off? I, I think that that's part of the problem. Is that you know we've got some uncertainty going into this election more than you know uh, some, and I think that this is going to uh, be a little bit uh, crazy. And I Thank hope you. not. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we get clear uh, a clear a uh, clear victory. clear victory and, either way. Uh, you know, we can move on with our lives. And again, you know, our our job here uh, is get to pass back to along to uh, making sure that people don't lose their capital, and you know, we can um, uh, effectively uh, you know manage their money. People can get back to work. We can get some stimulus, get some vaccines out there, get the economy back healed. Uh, All right, not only in the U.S. but everywhere else. And so, you know, that's what we hope for. I sure hope we can get on with the business of you know, enjoying the prosperity that our country can bring. And that's just the way, you know, uh, we hopefully all people will rally around that. So look, our, our sponsor this week was investwithsci.com. If you haven't checked it out, it's powering advisors, businesses uh, all over the place, all over the industry these days. Uh, and we hope if you are an individual investor that uh, your your advisor is taking a look at investwithsci.com. So uh, we'll be back on Wednesday with another special episode of Bull Bear Radio here, episode number 94. And we'll be discussing, um, you know, the election and uh, what the results were, whether it's crazy uh, and contested or we have a red or blue wave. We're going to be discussing that right here. So tune back in later in the week to episode number 94. And thanks for joining us here again on Bull Bear Radio. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stocks discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time, and there is always the possibility of loss. You should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or any other investment professional. If you have questions regarding the applicability of specific issues discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or your chosen professional advisor. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. WBI's advisory operations services and fees are in the form ADV available upon request. You are not permitted to publish, transmit, or otherwise reproduce this information in whole or in part in any format to any third party without the express written consent of WBI Investments, Inc.